0: Shout from your watchtowers. Ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ and all born again Christians, we are watchmen over our people. As for me, I am referring to the Indian Christian. What I am about to share with you is really happening right now. I saw, I witnessed, because I teach, I minister, and I pray deliverance on a one to one basis. What I have been seeing is our Indian and even our white brothers who are ministers are not exposing the crafty, sly, deceitful, subtle ways of the devil, not warning on how capable the devil is to destroy, kill and steal. How are the Christians going to fight back if the Christians don't know what the enemy has as weapons? Ministers leave Christians vulnerable by not expounding on the devil's craftiness. Ministers should be pounding the pulpit and shouting a warning for us to watch our step because the devil is out there waiting for such a chance, seeking whom he may devour. Instead, they whisper his name. They tiptoe around the name of the devil. I am sure that the devil is standing at the pulpit sometimes because he never mentions his own name or on how deceptive he is. He would never mention he is working on both sides. For instance, on one hand, he causes people to steal credit cards and codes. At the same time, he is hitting the government and the law to find a better way to deter criminals, leading them towards the mark of the beast. I saw the televangelists take microphones away from Indian speakers who were just about to disclose the enemy's tactics. They were just starting on Indian spirituality when the microphone was taken away from them. What they, tele-evangelists scared of anyway? Is he scared to set the captives free? Does he want the Indians kept in captivity? Does he know the scripture? The truth shall make them free? Medicine men and medicine women are not saved. They come short of the glory of God, and they preach another gospel. Otherwise, I would have had the truth a long time ago. Galatians 1 verse 8 But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, than that which we have preached unto you, let them be accursed. I specifically heard ministers say, Oh, don't pay any attention to the devil, he has no power. If that's the case, why then are Christians in the churches fornicating, committing adultery, evangelists running away with someone else's wife? Divorce is rampant and living common law is a preference. They love dabbling in worldly pleasures. Gambling is strong. Casinos, slot machines, bingo, scratch-and-win lottery, and pull tabs, Nevadas. Then there are powwows, where sexual immorality rules and witchcraft and sorcery are used in dancing. When people start gathering, coming in from far away to set up camp at a powwow, the principalities and powers... Rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness and high places also set up their camp. Sober dancers don't have rules to refrain from fornication or adultery. Only the Bible tells you not to commit immorality. This is why some bold ministers warn Christians to stay away from all forms of evil. Just being at these places will make it look like an appearance of evil, even if you are not participating. To the unsaved and to the saved, you appear to be drinking, fornicating, etc. Even if you are innocently going in a bar to pick up a friend or check on someone, and someone sees you coming out of a bar, you appear like you had been sitting at this bar drinking. If people see you with another woman or man inadvertently, you are still accused. So watch each step you make for Jesus. This could hold true in any situation, bingo halls, powwows casinos dance halls etc they are watching you to see how you act and respond in every situation i witness firsthand married sisters supposedly born again separated from their husbands who keep in their homes and apartments lovers men who are christian or non-christian just for the purpose of fornicating and committing adultery some are kept year around and some change partners every so often I saw these same sisters in church and tent meetings waving their arms, shouting and screaming, dancing around in the spirit and get slain in prayer lines. If it is a spirit that's making them do this, it sure can't be the spirit of God. Either that or they are really good at putting on a show for the enemy's sake because their fruits are rotten. They could never save anyone based on the way that they live because after the service they go home to their lover's. I call them supposedly born-again Christians because they profess it, but they don't walk it. They would not crucify their flesh. They do not have fear or reverence of the Lord. They don't realize that their next step might be their last one on this earth. They are not helping the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are making a mockery of it. If they would just stay away from professing to be born-again Christians, it would help the Lord more until they completely crucify their fleshly desires and consecrate their bodies as living sacrifice to the Lord, they shouldn't say they are born-again Christians. I am sure that this kind of exposure is why Christianity is so weak in the eyes of the world. The unsaved think they are Christians by watching and doing what the supposedly born-again Christians are doing. The old things haven't passed away. I heard these supposedly born-again Christians say, but God has to mold you first before the change comes. How is God going to mold you if you don't want to change? Is this the kind of witness God is looking for? I don't think so. The word of God clearly states in Revelation 2 verses 21 to 22, And I give her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. Because of the wicked way the supposedly born-again Christians live, the devil's work overshadows God's work. A person can see the devil's work more visible in them than God's work. Revelation 3 verses 15 through 16 says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot, so then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Cold, meaning to stay in darkness, hot, meaning be on fire for Lord and stay on fire and lukewarm. God is saying, don't call yourselves born-again Christians if you are trying to live a teeter totter life, one foot in the world and one foot in Christianity. The whole world is watching. Just think how many people you sent to hell by living this way. You make a fool out of God. And at the same time, the devil is making people think that God is the bad one. And you are helping. Every unsaved person is a potential Christian. So we have to be very careful how we walk for the Lord. If you walk the narrow and straight, you don't have to profess anything. The unsaved will know. In this book, you will find how subtle the devil is. Learn from it, and it will make you strong. There are Christians that fall, but they recover and not do the same thing again. They might fall several times on different things, but not the same thing over and over again throughout their lives. There is a difference from a sincere God-fearing Christian than the ones that are playing church and are not true Christians.